0: Sexy bitch. Yabeseyo Mina, and welcome to the show with your host, the original gossip girl, Fabes. <laughs> on today's show, I count down my top 10 sexy bitches why I'm recommending something feminine on Stars by Fabes, why this week's throwback is an anniversary, and why this week's rinse of the week came a little bit too late. But that's all to come, so let's start the show (laughs) Hello everybody and welcome back to the show by Fabes So as you know, this part is usually where I make corrections and kind of talk a bit So actually today I do have a correction Since uh, the other three episodes were pre-recorded And I have listened to them back now There is something I'd like to correct So in my second episode where I kept on saying titties Um, The reason why I said that And the film that I was saying that from Is from Me, Earl and the Dying Girl And if you've seen that movie You probably know what I'm talking about But also I realised the other day I caught Weird Science And they also say titties like that in Weird Science So am I making a Weird Science reference Or am I making a very obscure movie And book reference Who knows So I let you guys decide So that's all I've got There Um Other side note, I realised this after I had recorded and listened back to all three episodes, is that I kind of forgot to mention this, is that the show does have its playlist. So if you've been listening since episode one, in episode one I had a title song and I had my rinse and throwbacks of the week. And what I forgot to mention is that every week there is a playlist that goes along with the show and every week I update that playlist to incorporate the title song the rinse and the throwback so if you go to byfaves.com and go to the playlist section you will find the show's playlist and yeah so you can just listen to the songs in full or if you're very clever and kind of just taking down the song lyrics or shazam what you've been listening to you probably found the songs but for future reference if you just want to listen to it there's a little playlist on my website that you can click through to spotify and then you can just listen to the songs that i've used and if you really kind of want to get an idea why i've picked my title songs listen to the full song because that's probably the reason why i've chosen it and you know you just get a general idea about that so great right so the next part i want to talk about today is that today is my fourth episode and as i'm recording this this episode is being recorded the week it's going to go out so i am recording this on a monday night so this means that it will go out this sunday so seven days from now and um yeah so it's kind of like a nice way for me to for you guys to realize that yeah this is real now i'm not pre-recording anymore i'm kind of going week to week so um a lot of this isn't pre-planned except for the episode topic so uh, this week the music all changed right up until friday where i was just like i know what i'm gonna pick for this week so it's very interesting so so stick with me and you'll realize this is not all pre-recorded so hopefully i'll be a little bit more topical than usual um but no um, yeah that's pretty much it okay that's all i have to say in my lovely intro so today is a very interesting day um so today is not a normal topic i'm not really going to discuss much what I've decided to do wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um Right, so let's go back. So as I said in the last episode, if you listen to it or if you haven't, whatever. Um, but if you're listening to today's your first episode and you're kind of a little bit interested because I'm going to be social mediaing the crap out of this episode. Um, so as I said, I would like everyone to rate and review me from this episode because I feel that this episode is where I've kind of got my groove and it's very much an episode where you kind of get a personality of me which is very much random and silly and just out there so I feel like today's episode is like where the people who don't know me are really gonna judge me and I'm quite excited about that because I welcome everybody's criticism and their comments. Your words won't bring me down. I'm not going to start singing beautiful... Because that just came to my head... So I'm just going to move on. But yeah... um If you've listened to the first four episodes... Uh, thank you. So... Today... Is the fourth episode, should I say. So with this episode... Once you've listened to that... Please rate and review this podcast... Whether you find it on my website... Leave me a comment... I'll open that up. Or leave me a comment... On Apple... Or Spotify... And hopefully, I would like for this episode, or for these four episodes of previous weeks to go on YouTube this week. So hopefully I can get that, but that might be a little differently edited, because I might have to take the music out. But, yeah, hopefully, we'll be alright. So, that's all I wanted to ask of you. So, listen to this episode, and then review me, and send me comments, because I'm still waiting to get some emails. So hopefully someone who doesn't know me is actually reading this and wants to give me back some feedback and um yeah if you uh like this episode because i i feel really good about it um send me to your friends or retweet me on on twitter or you know you know just basically just send people my way to kind of review my episode because i'd love to get some traction on this episode because i think this episode is definitely one of the things that not a lot of people will honestly talk about but because it's me i'm kind of all right with that so yeah so that's all i ask of you so enough of me talking let's get on with today's episode so bring in the cannons there's no cannons bring in the horns all right so let's get started okay so Today's episode is going to be very, very interesting because today's episode is a top 10 and I will be counting down my top 10 fictional sexy bitches. Yeah. So, yeah, we're getting a little bit freaky today. Um, So I will be doing a top 10 and I will be counting down from 10 to 1 uh, some of the cartoon characters who I... Well, I say cartoon, I should really be a little bit more specific. It's fictional characters who aren't necessarily portrayed by a human. So, you know, how in most TV shows, there there's fictional characters. And I'm trying to think of one, and I'm not thinking anything, but think of your favourite TV show, whatever that might be, and you realise that they're a fictional character. So they're not really a person and they're portrayed by an actor that is against the rules in this countdown so what we're looking at is fictional characters who either exist in cartoon comic books video games or any kind of medium that requires someone to create a fictional character and not someone that is portrayed by an actor um i will explain more of the rules as we go along Because there will be some exceptions to this rule Well not really exceptions But kind of like ways around it And um, yeah So we're really looking forward to that So So let's start the countdown Number 10 yo, Is Fred Jones Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated Okay so why is Fred on here Um, I don't know You tell me Nah, that's not how you play this game. So, basically, it's my top ten, so I can get to pick whoever I want. And, yes, I pick Fred Jones. Why? Because he's the leader of the mystery machine. You know, he's the driver. He's the blonde one. He's athletic. He's heroic. He gets Daphne. Don't know why. But, hey, you know, you got to start somewhere. But, uh, no, I pick Fred because I've always liked Fred and... I probably like Fred more in a weird kind of sexual way as a child than you're really meant to. So, yeah, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Because he's blonde. I love me some blondes. So is that some foreshadowing? You bet your ass it is. There's going to be a hell of a lot of blondes on this list. Um, but no, I pick Fred as my number 10. Um, more his so his Mystery Incorporated uh, design because a lot of these characters, because they're cartoons and comic books and stuff, will have various, various designs. So I try to be more specific to the version that I find more attractive, shall I say. And I think that his Mystery, Mystery Incorporated look is a lot more, not realistic because he's still a cartoon, but looks a little bit more detailed and more looks more a little bit more fleshed out compared to his latest design, and I can't remember what the latest Scooby Doo series is, so if someone knows please tell me because I just can't be bothered to look. So yeah, so starting out our top ten is Fred Jones from Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. Okay, you still with me? Yeah, cool. Alright, so we've had one, so let's 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 go on to our number nine and I wish you're all wondering who that's gonna be. And if some of you already know me, you probably can guess some of these. So, if you do guess, send me an email and I will read out your guesses that you thought that I had. Especially if you're a close personal friend of mine. Because I think that would be very interesting uh, to spend a couple of minutes on next week. To see whether or not people thought of the same kind of things. Or they thought the different kind of characters I'd like. So, alright, let's move on. Number, so, 9 q I hop I hope I'm saying that right, is the Tracy Brothers from Thunderbirds Are Go. Alright, so where do we start with this one? Alright, so um I have been a very long term fan of Thunderbirds, if anyone knows that about me. I do have the large Thunderbirds three and two in my bedroom as lovely collectors items and I have been a fan of Thunderbirds since for as long as I've had memories you know, Thunderbirds, Stingray, all of that so that pretty much shows my age there if you remember the originals but I'm not talking about the puppets and I'm not talking about the fact that these characters have had real-life counterparts Um, I'm talking about the fact that their newest 3D designs have had uh, somewhat simulating stimulating, sorry uh, effect on me which is very very weird but it's not weird because I read that a lot of people found them very very stimulating because I just have to mention it is that they 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 rendered them with massive massive packages and I I, I don't know why it's just like oh, are you doing it for the adults or are you doing that for the kids to make them confused or are you doing that because you want them to seem sexy who knows but for me it was just like well it seems like everyone's either wearing a cup or they've got a really big dick in their package and can anybody guess which version i want no yes just kidding but yeah um that's one of the reasons why they're on here now a lot of you might be thinking but that's kind of cheating because you know that's five of them and it's just like well 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 it's my list And, you know, I can do what I want. If I want my number nine to be five brothers, why can't I let it be five brothers? Because, you know, we're all the same. And, you know, I'm still a guy. And people seem to forget that about gay people, is that sometimes, you know, we are still guys at the end of the day. And a lot of straight guys that I know would definitely still be up for having sex with five sisters together or twin sisters together. But, um, you know, I just decided to choose the five Tracy brothers because why the hell not? I mean, you got two blondes and a redhead and two darkheads, and it's just like, that kind of shit is nice. At least for me, anyway. And if you disagree with me, that is your prerogative. But if you agree with me and think that, yeah, once I look at their, you know, renders that have the very tight suits and the very muscular body tones... Send me an email or tweet me or something to say that, yes, I think they're very hot and that they should definitely be on this list. So, yeah, those are my explanations to why I've chosen the Tracy Brothers. And I don't feel weird about it. We're going to take a nice little, take a small pause from the list for the minute because if I keep going, I'm going to run out of things to say and have this episode be very short, but... No, I've got quite a lot to say. As I've said previously, that sometimes when I'm researching episode topics and stuff, I do speak to friends of mine and see where their heads at. So what I've decided for this episode is that I'm going to do some honourable mentions by my friends who I spoke to. So my first honourable mention goes to Jessica Rabbit, yeah, yeah. Does everyone remember Miss Jessica Rabbit? Yeah, from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, yeah. I can't remember why she got left off this list. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, because she's a woman. Only kidding. I don't hate women. It's just you know, she's a, she's all right. But when you look at her a bit now, it's just kind of like not the same. It's not the same, but no, a friend of mine did happen to mention Miss Jessica Rabbit, and I was just like, "Yeah, I can see it," but that's a very kind of well, she's not well, she is kind of dated because not many kids these days will actually know what that of that film. So, if you're listening to this and you've never seen that film or heard of it, that probably says a lot about you. So. I don't necessarily care about making dated references, but she's not one of the first characters that popped into mine. And, you know, yes, she's a woman, but still, she wasn't one of the first that kind of just popped into my head. So I kind of forgot about her a little bit. So, you know, but whatever. So, yeah, so that's my first honorable mention is to Miss Jessica Rabbit. Let's get back to the list. At number... 8 Hachi Yodo. We have the Prince of Persia. So, once again, we have someone else that has been portrayed by a real life person. However, I, like I said, I don't count the real life counterpart. I always count the fictional version. So, for me, this is a little tough though, because I don't know which prince i want to go with do i want to go with the prince from the sands of time trilogy or do i want to go from go for the prince from the prince prince of persia 99 or 2000 or whatever it was reboot that only had one game or do i want to go with the very first one and i'm like i i don't know i mean there's qualities in both i know they technically not classed as the same person but they are very handsome men who are very athletic who have nice athletic bodies and you know they're very very nice and so you know and and the big thing is that they're, they're, they're goddamn printers. I mean who doesn't want a print well maybe Merida but you know we don't know about her. But, um, yeah, I really do like The Prince of Persia. And I think since, even as I look at my notes, it says Prince of Persia sends a time trilogy. I think I'm going to give it to that one because that one's a little bit more fleshed out. He's more well-known. And, you know, there's a lot of interesting qualities about him you know he has blue eyes which is nice especially since that you know he's meant to be like Arabic or something like that which something that is really rude and racist about the movie that Disney made that they whitewashed this character and it's just like he would have worked as an Asian dude it would have been fine no one would have cared they still would have seen it and it still probably would have been a terrible movie but hey they tried, but yeah, I, I I do like the prince. He's um, he's 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 very nice, very nice to to look at, and you know I really wish I had his power of time, and also for him to be up on me. But hey, you know, he's fictional, and he went a little dark, which is also kind of cool because sometimes I go dark, so we kind of have that in common. Yeah dark faves and the dark prince Hmm. how does that sound to everybody sounds sexy to me yeah I I do really find the Prince of Persia very very attractive and you know for me um, having him on this list adds some diversity to my regular type of guy so yeah even for me when I was just making this list I was just like who do I want to be on it? And I was just like, let's think of video game characters and I was just like, who do I like in video games? And it's just like, quite a lot, as you shall see, hopefully. But who do I like that is not necessarily a blonde guy? And I was just like, well, the Prince of Persia is kind of hot. And just like, yeah, he is. And for me, I think about him not too often. Because that would be weird since he hasn't had a game in a while. So if anyone from Ubisoft that is listening... When are we going to get a new freaking Prince of Persia game, huh? Pause Assassin's Creed for a bit. Give us the Prince back. We really do want him back. We've had enough Assassin's Creed anyway. Sorry to go off topic a little bit. But no. Um, My original point was that, you know... I think a lot of his attributes are akin to the fact that I really did like Aladdin growing up as a kid... So, maybe Aladdin should be on this list rather than The Prince, but I think I have more interest in The Prince because hes I've played more of him than I have Aladdin in recent years or whatever, but um, I don't know, maybe Aladdin should be here instead of The Prince, but the list is made now, so we're gonna stick with the prince because you know, he actually is a prince and you know, not a street rat. Ugh. Ugh, could you imagine? It's so dirty. Dirty, dirty street rat. Okay, so that was my eight Hachi. Uh and that was the Prince of Persia. Okay, I really do hope that the audio in this episode is gonna be fine because my mic just keeps on falling down so hopefully i won't have to re-record this because if i have to re-record this i'm going to be really pissed um uh, and if you guys don't notice i'm just rambling on mic for no apparent reason before we get to number seven um i'm going to talk a little bit more about this kind of list idea is that i do have a lot of lists if anyone knows me i have a lot of lists i'm like rory gilmore so many lists and um, and I'm thinking that maybe every series I'll have a t- top ten list, whether it be top ten villains, top ten superhero teams, top ten video games of all time, or top ten sexual positions. Who knows? Um, I'm I've got a lot of lists, so I can make a list at everyone. But you know, if I feel that my listeners want me to do another top 10 fictional sexy characters, maybe we could um, do a little bit more specific, like, you know, just do comic book, because, you know, comic books have a lot of sexy drawings, and or, you know, just general TV cartoons, or, you know, kids' programs cartoons, because... Some of them are drawn very, very weird, and I don't know why they do that. But, hey, I'm getting ahead of myself, because we never know who's going to be on this list. You might be thinking, is he going to say this person, or is he going to say that person? And I might, I might not, who knows? But, um, yeah, I'm very much up for the idea of doing a couple more episodes based on top ten, so... Um who knows? If this episode goes down well, I might even just make the podcast a weekly top ten about who the fuck knows? Nah, probably not, because then I'll probably get bored of it. I'll just be counting down every single week. But at the same time, you know, it's helping me improve my counting in Korean. So who knows? But enough rambling, let's get back on just get back to the list. Number seven, Nana. Ilgok Rogue X-Men The Animated Series Bet you bitches didn't see this one coming There's a woman Yeah Yeah, there's a woman on this list Yeah What? Huh? Isn't he gay? What? Why has he got a woman on this list? What? I don't understand What? It's crazy What? 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 Stop that it's No Yes, there's a woman on this list Because Believe it or not, as a homosexual man, I can find women sexy. And, to say the very least, Rogue, from the X-Men animated series, definitely is one of the sexiest drawn women, female characters I've seen in quite some time. Now, I might have a minute ago said something about Jessica Rabbit, but, you know, for me, the X-Men is just like one of my favorite 90s cartoons of all time and it's just like when i rewatched a couple episodes recently i was just like you know what rogue needs to be on this list because what they done with her is just like it's just like really is this show meant to be for kids or is it meant to be for adults because i don't know because when you look at some of her drawings and some of her animations on that show—it's just like they, that the way they make her walk, the way they make her act, and the way that they make her talk is heavily, and I mean heavily, sexualized, and it's just, it's just, it's just so weird. I mean, she's always flirting with random strangers, and you know, just like using her sex appeal I'm using finger quotes but you can't see it I don't know why I do that and it's just like really? I know she does all this kind of thing in the comics but it's just like we're going to be making this show for kids but there again they said X-Men wasn't meant to be for kids but it came on kids TV so you know whatever I decided to go go for Rogue on this and um, yeah when I mentioned this To a couple friends at work, they were like, Oh, yeah, I forgot about her, but what about, what about, and it's just like, Yeah, I guess, you know, there's other X-Men that we could consider, you know, like Psylocke and Emma Frost, because, you know, they gave them, you know, it's comic books, so all the women always have, like, these ridiculous, ridiculous costumes. But I was just like, No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to my girl Rogue, because I definitely had a lot more kind of, closeness and grew up with her more than any of those other characters so that's why I was like no Rogue's going to be on this list and um, if you ever watched the X-Men as a child and you're thinking no they didn't heavily sexualize her oh yes they did and especially that somewhat of a sex pest gambit Jesus was always on Rogue to get a kiss or get worse and it's just like Really? Really? But, you know, it's all in good fun because, you know, they get married eventually in the comic book. So if you didn't know that, sorry about the spoiler. But also, you know, we got to talk about that ass. I mean, let's just talk about that ass. It's just like, st- I-, I Googled her, and it's just like there's so many, like, pictures of her that they have of her, like, from behind. And from behind, she's just... Got that ass, and it's just like, why, why are we doing this to her? And it's just like, because we're deliberately making her sexy, just like she's made sexy in the comics. So, you know, why are we not gonna do that? And then, of course, we're gonna talk about her ass. We have to talk about her boobs because, cause her boob game is just it. It's just ridiculous. It's just like, it's just like it always is in comic books again because. No one has a flat chest, but still, it's just like, even in the cartoon, she's wearing a like a tight suit, and it's just like, you always just see that her chest is just massive, and when you look at it in comparison to Storm and Jean, it's just like, they definitely draw her boobs bigger than anybody else's, and some might argue it's, that's because of her powers, and because she has the... Miss Marvel or the now Captain Marvel powers That's the reason why she has such big boobs But, you know, whatever But, um I'm going on about a straight woman Yay But no, I definitely find Marie That's her name, right? I think so Oh, I need to bone up on my X-Men No pun intended and that's just like So yeah, so at so at number seven we have Rogue from X Men, the animated series. Number six, Roku Yo Dante. DMC Devil May Cry. Yes, Dante and Devil May Cry is back on the show by Faves. Now a lot of you might be thinking, Oh, he really must love this game. And it's just like I like it, I like it a lot. Um, not many people consider it a great devil maker our game but you know whatever opinions i like it It it's a good game it worked um they tried it didn't work we go back to the original um but yeah i really do like this game and i really do like the dante character model yeah i really do like the character model and um i will be making a list or making a gallery of all the characters so if you listen to this and have no idea who I'm talking about or try to Google it and don't see what I see I will definitely point out the pictures and I will point out the Dante pictures as well because um, when I first saw the official render for this game when it first came out, how many ever years ago that was I was just like, that that render's kind of hard and I just kept on thinking this is where video games are getting us Almost photorealistic-looking video game characters, who we want to have sexual relations with, and that's when I realised that. Well, I didn't realise that I was freaky because I've known that for a while. But it made me realise is that I want to, I I want to play this game, not because it's a Devil May Cry game, because I think that the main character is really really hot. And I don't know if that's weird. it probably might be, and might be the reason why some people pick up other games, but um, yeah, this is one of the reasons why I got it, so I'm not gonna knock it <laughs> but yeah, I definitely do like this model of Dante compared to his traditional look, and um he definitely comes underneath one of the one of the exceptions to this list, because I know and I'm very aware that the character was based on an actor but they definitely morphed his face a little bit to make it look a little bit fake, and I'm very aware that it was all done through motion capture and whatever. But I'm pretty certain that as much mo-capping and stuff as they did, They didn't motion capture the naked parts that you see in certain parts of the game. So I'm very much okay with him being here. If you look at the original game and then look at the HD remake that was made for Xbox One and PS4, you can definitely see where they've upped the polygon count and his photo realisticness just went up tenfold. And made them just look super, super realistic. And, you know, if you gave one of those shots to someone who didn't know it was 3D rendered or couldn't see too well, they probably could think that's a real person. Yeah, I definitely was into it at the time and still very much am into it as I've recently played again I was just like he still looks hot he still looks hot and also you know halfway through the game he's got the thing that I really like at the moment this whole black and white or black and gray or black and silver hair job going on so yeah that's definitely up in it for me at least at the moment so yeah I'm definitely gonna go with this if you think Me thinking that a video game character who looks almost human is weird. Really going to be surprised when we get to number one. So at number six, we have Dante from DMC Devil May Cry. As we are about to hit our number five, let's go back and just do a little recap of the top ten so far. So at number ten, we have Fred Jones from Scooby-Doo. At number nine, we have the Tracer Brothers from Thunderbirds Are Go. At number eight, we have the Prince of Persia from Prince of Persia Science of Time trilogy. From number seven, we have Rogue from X Men the Animated Series. And at number six, we have Dante from DMC Devil May Cry. So, since I just mentioned DMC and how we had, you know, mo-cat characters, um, uh, good times to make a nice little honorable mention, but also automatically disqualified is uh, a lot of the characters from the heavy from the game heavy rain and from Detroit becoming human because as photorealistic as those guys look unfortunately they're actually based on actors which is a shame because it's just like I don't want you in real life I just want you in video game form because I'm a weird nerd and that's what weird nerds do. They rather fantasize over fictional people and not actually have real people touching them. So, that probably explains a lot of why I'm having this list. But yeah, unfortunately, they're automatically disqualified. Oh, and I forgot to mention, and a little side note, was that from the new Devil May Cry game that will be coming out, the new... Rendo of Nero also looks kind of hot as well, and he is also photorealistic, and I'm just like, I shouldn't be attracted to video game people, they're not real. But I keep looking at him thinking, but he looks so real. So, I think, well I know, is that if we get to a point where we can have almost photorealistic graphics and people and actually have them in real life, boy I'm going to be in so much trouble. Let's carry on with the list, shall we? Where do you think we're gonna go? We're gonna go we're gonna go lower, we're gonna go higher? Or we're we just going to or is everyone just turned off by this point because it's just like this guy's a fucking weirdo. Like I said, I'm having fun on my show. I, I'm doing what I wanna do. And you know, this is one of the things that I think about. It's just like why do I think certain things can look sexy and what I found out is that when I asked people to think about any cartoon, video, games, comic book people that they thought were sexy a lot of people said no but then a lot of people were just like yeah I like certain people so one of the honorable mentions that is going to go out to right, right now it is one of my friends messaged me and said that they found Jeff Fisher from American Dad rather sexy and I was just like, okay, you know, I don't have no judgment about that, it's just like, probably not for me, but, you know, each to their own, as they say, so, you know, that's a nice little honorable mention and a shout out to the person who said that, since I'm not going to name names, because that's not what we do here, we don't name and shame, just like you don't fetch shame or slut shame people, it's rude. Okay, let's get back to the list. 5. Go. tie Sot. We have Nathan Drake Uncharted series. Yes, we have Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series. Now, this entry is a very funny kind of entry. It's because originally Nathan wasn't on this list. And he only got put on this list because someone... Convinced me to put him on this list and ironically enough it wasn't necessarily uh, another gay guy it was actually two straight guys from work who were like I asked them, like, who do you think is really sexy and they're just like well, you know, Nathan Drake's pretty hot and they both agreed and I was just like, wow, that's coming from two straight dudes that they think Nathan Drake as a fictional character is rather hot and I was just like Hmm. Okay. Now you've given me something to consider. And I came home and I gave him the good old Google and I Googled him from Uncharted one to four and and definitely got on board with the with his likeness because as you've probably guessed in this little theme is that as the games got older the likeness got realer and it seemed like almost like a real person and that's the kind of reason why he got on this because the renders from uncharted 4 look so real it was scary how real they looked i was just like you know what those guys were right for cisgendered heterosexual men they definitely have an eye for fictional sexy men so thanks to them nathan drake is taking up my Fifth spot because I was really considering someone else for this list, and I was just like, Shall I? That's just like, Well, yeah, because you've seen the models, you've seen what he can do, he's a badass guy. And I just thought, Why can't he be on this list? Why am I discriminating against him? Because I don't think he's all that until you know I looked him up and it was just like, You know what? He is all that. And a bag of chips. But can't be all that because he's not my number one. But he's he's riding out in the middle at number five. So at number five we have Nathan Drake, Uncharted series. You still with me? Come on, I want to know that you're still with me. Come on. Hey, here's a nice little interactive bit. If you listen to this, send me your top three. I don't... Or you can do ten, five, whatever. But, you know, if you're very, very lazy, like... A lot of people I know and you just don't want to spend too much time on it just just pick three guys girls girls and guys or whoever you might be into and just be like send it to me and I would love to hear what you guys think and of course there's no judgments here on the show I I don't do judgments you know we're all I'm all into the whole kind of be who you are kind of be so if you pick characters that I don't necessarily pick in this top ten or even Munchin, it's just like, that's cool, because, you know, you do you, and I'm going to do me. So, yeah, if you're a friend of mine, or if you're not a friend of mine, or you want to be, or you're just someone who happens to listen to me, send me your top three fictional characters from comics, cartoons, video games, whatever, and, you know, drop me an email at byfabes at gmail.com, and I would love to read them and just find out who's, who's here with me, who thinks that certain people or peoples can be quite sexy even though they don't happen to be real. All right. Number four, she net Tintin, the adventures of Tintin. This one is a little hard to explain, so please bear with me. Um, I know... First of all that not a lot of people who actually know who the F Tintin is and that's 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 messed up, y'all. That's messed up, y'all. But um yeah, Tintin I don't know where to begin, so I'll start somewhere and just kind of babble on for a minute or two, if that's all right with you guys. But no, I think uh I did a list like this once upon a time and I was very confused about stuff. And when I think back to my childhood when I was very young and Tintin was on TV and that's where I kind of knew him from, I remember finding him oddly attractive and I was just like, but why? He's a boy and he's a cartoon and that's weird. And obviously now that I'm an adult and most people think those things would be quite correct, but yeah, it's kind of one of those things is that he was a character that I didn't necessarily realise what attraction was and why I was attracted to a cartoon. Because, you know, when you're six, seven, whatever, you don't know what these kind of feelings are. And for me, it was very, very interesting. It's the kind of thing is that when I look back on when I was a child and I was around other boys and think to myself, I think I really like that guy, and I couldn't really think why I thought that, and now I do, because there was a sexual feeling towards it, and that's the way that I think about Tintin, is that he was most likely, because I might be misremembering it, was the first fictional cartoon character that I actually was attracted to, and I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that he had ginger hair, so... It probably started early. I mean, my attraction to ginger people, not the fe- not my perversion towards cartoon characters, but um, yeah, I think that was the reason why I kind of was into him. So, yeah, but um, yeah, I'm not going with the cartoon version. I should make that clear. I am going with the 3D model version, and yes you're probably picking up a theme that yes because he looks almost real and that is very very true but no it's also the fact that you know when I look at the cartoon as an adult it's very very kind of flat whereas when I look at him in the 3D model and from the movie that he's in which I think I'm going to rewatch at some point this week so if you see a picture of me or a picture of the blu-ray or dvd case on instagram you know what i did and um yeah i was very much into it because he looked real he looks i don't know how old he's meant to be i like to think he's I've, i I think he's meant to be an adult or at least like an early late teenager or something but i don't know i, I hope it's not something weird that i don't know if someone knows please tell me because it makes me feel less bad about myself but um yeah, I really did like the movie, and liked his model, and of course liked his voice because he was voiced by Jingle Bell, someone else who I think is so damn hot. So, um, yeah, so I'm putting Tintin here at my number four, and yeah, I hope you all are okay with that, because, you know, ginger people have feelings too. I think I'm going to do a couple more Honourable Mentions right about now. Let's do a twofer. Since these two characters are from the same series, it makes sense that we do a twofer. So, a nice Honourable Mention goes out to Sterling Archer and Lana Kane. Yeah, I'm going to be honest here, Lana probably would have made this list more than Archer, I'd say. Probably because she's a black woman, which is something that I still very much find attractive in a woman, so oh, your sisters you're doing it right, and um yeah, that's probably why she probably made this list, would have made the list more than Archer, but um, yeah, they just get an honorable mention because there's not really a lot of history there, so but also once again, they're based on models, which is all right, which is fine. But yeah, you know, they kind of, but also I think at the same time, they kind of, as the series, kind of deliberately sexualized the two of them. So, you know, when you try to make something sexy, it works for a lot of people. Whereas me, I like the, sometimes like the subtlety of it. And that probably says a lot about me. So hopefully if you're listening to this, I'm giving you a good laugh about my crazy, crazy psychology. So yeah, so an honourable mention goes out to Sterling Antra and Lana Kane. We're in the top three now. Anyone got any ideas who's going to be in the top three? No? Ooh, it's gonna be so. It's gonna be good. Number three, San Set, Kevin Keller, Archie Comics. Okay, first of all, let's just get the elephant out of the room. I know that a lot of people that I know, I know watch Riverdale on Netflix. And when I watched the first episode of this three years ago, or no, it was before then actually, it's when they announced that Kevin Keller was going to be in the series. I was like, "Oh, I wonder what he's going to look like. I will tell you right now, my ass was upset. When I say upset, I was just like, what, what, what? It's just like, what? I know it's an adaptation, and sometimes in adaptation, in adaptations, Jesus, that was so hard to get out. That things don't always come across the same way. I mean, just look at Dark Phoenix, X Men. Jesus, but you know, I was I to say I was upset is an understatement. I was just like, well, okay, he's dark headed. They'll probably dye his hair for for the show did they dye his hair no I was just like god damn it you really really annoyed me because it's just like what is the point what is the point he's meant to be king blonde was it so fucking difficult to get the guy to get freaking blonde no no whatever so yeah so that really fucking upset me and that's one of the reasons why I kind of lost interest with his real life counterpart now don't get me wrong, the guy who actually plays Kevin Keller on the TV show is kind of hot. So, whatever. We'll let that slide. But it's just like, we could have done better. CW, could have done better. You could have been like, you know, let's get someone blonde. I mean, the guy that plays Archie isn't really ginger, but, you know, we had to make him ginger. So why did he have to do it? And Kevin Keller didn't have to do it. Tell me why, huh? Someone tell me why. Huh? Now we're going to go back to being calm because that little rant was just something that I've been wanting to say for three years, and I finally got to say it to somebody out loud. So, Kevin Keller, yeah, all right. So, this one is very, very interesting, because he actually is a cartoon, and he actually is a cartoon that I'd like in adult life. And I do and don't know why. Well, obviously, because he's blonde, as I said, I've got a thing for the blondes, so whatever. And... You know, it's just one of the things that when I saw his drawing and I found out that he was gay, I was just like, ooh, so we have a gay cartoon character. And it's just like, am I meant to be attracted to him because he's gay? And it's just like, well, I don't know. I am, so I better just roll with it. And that's the reason why he's on this list. Because when I look at some of his drawings and some of the outfits they've drawn him in, I... I find that very attractive, even though he is very much a two-dimensional character. And it's interesting that I still think that way. And when I was compiling this list, I was just like, where is Kevin going? Is he going low? Is he going high? Has he changed? And I was just like, no, he's definitely going high. I definitely think Kevin Keller is definitely in my top three. I do also want to say that um, in Archie Comics, they did have a little bit of a reboot, and his reboot design is not nice, whatsoever, I will post a picture of it, and you guys be the judge, but for me, it's just like, nope, prefer the original, the original one is the one that I like, and also, I did like the fact that he did get a another series called Life with Kevin, where they drew him a little bit more adult, and yeah, he definitely looks still looked kinda good in that series too. So yeah. But for me, I think the number one thing is the fact that in one of the issues which I still haven't read yet, I'm very much am reading his reading his comics and not jacking off to it just in case anybody was wondering, was the fact that he grows up and gets married to a black guy. So yeah. You know, if he happens to become real he might be into me. Mmm, ain't that nice. So, for my number three, I'm going with Kevin Keller from Archie Comics. Now we're at gut-checking time. Who is going to be my number one and two? Can anybody guess? Ah, oh, I just really wish I was just, like, having in front of an audience to see, like, I'm saying this, I'm say this, I'm this. Nah, come on. When you listen to me, can you guess? Can you? Can you? Can any of you kind of understand my psyche by now? Am I going to go for a realistic looking model, or am I going to go for a unrealistic model, or am I going to go for someone completely random? Or has anyone noticed that I haven't picked any superheroes on this list yet? Well, except for Rogue, but you know, male superheroes, shall we say? No. Okay, let's get on to number two, Ni-Tool. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider series. Say what? Yeah, bitches, we got another woman. Did anyone see that one coming? Probably one or two of you probably did. Because, you know, I'm a 90s child, so that pretty much explains it all. So, yeah, so for number two, I am going with Lara Croft, a.k.a. The tomb raider and um let's make this also very clear i am not going with her recent reboot trilogy version because they just went out of their way to just tone down miss croft's sexiness because she became too much of a sex symbol and people weren't taking her seriously and it's just like it's a goddamn video game you don't have to take everything so damn serious She can be a thin woman with massive boobs and people still going to want to play with her so long as the game is good. You don't have to bow to feminism just because she's a video game character. Not that I'm against that kind of thing, but it's just like, you know, you didn't have to tone her down so much because you thought that you were disempowering her or whatever. When in actual fact, that was one of the reasons why people liked her and found her interesting was the fact that she was a sexy woman but she wasn't necessarily used as an object of sex by men she always just used that to her advantage and that's what I know annoys a lot of people of the new games is that you know yes the games are all right kind of in points and stuff But, you know, it's just like they kind of changed too much of her character because they didn't want her to seem unfeminist or something. And it's just like, well, you could have had the same character and just changed the little things. But, nope, she just got a dramatic overhaul to look a lot more realistic so that girls don't feel inferior or some crap. And I hope none of that sounds, sounds misogynistic, but... That's generally what I know a lot of people kind of think about her now. But anyway, what I think about her now is that I um, very much, as a 90s child, found her sex appeal very, very interesting. And seeing as when I was younger and was very confused about what I liked, I very much liked Miss Croft. Mainly because of the boobs. Those pointy, pointy boobs. Terrible. Terrible and um, and the whole idea of you know that you had a cheat that you could get her naked which you know as a child you know seeing any game in a very weird way is always hilarious especially naked that's even more interesting because even as adults I know some people who still like to make the sims get naked which I kind of understand at the same time don't understand if that makes any sense but hey but yeah and um, you know but she but you know, they used it for reasons and that was, you know, they wanted little boys to go out and buy this game because she was a sexy woman and it worked and, you know, she became a pin up and uh icon of the nineties and, you know, was on the cover of Maxim and was rendered in all these different kind of models and positions like she was a model for Playboy or something and You know, it worked for a lot of people. And for me, Lara's on this list mainly not because of nostalgia, mainly because I do remember, and a lot of people probably agree with me, if they're going to be honest, is that when they were, you know, younger and the first kind of couple games came out, they did find her very sexually appealing, and that's the main reason why they probably picked up the games and then kind of enjoyed her games even more. And then... When I think about the Tomb Raider games later on in life, when I became an adult, when we got the Legends trilogy, they definitely well they they changed her model a little bit. She, she they reduced her, her chest and you know made her a little bit more realistic, but at the same time they gave her they kept the sexiness. I mean, there's there I remember this when legend first came out there was this ad going around the website and there was like a deliberate like pan up from her legs up to her ass and then there was a zoom out and you just saw her standing there and it's just like that's what that's how you sell it that's how you sell it we don't know what this is about but we just see a nice little pan up of a woman's legs and then we see her ass and then we and it's like oh it's laura with her new design and you know it worked And it definitely worked for me at the time. And, you know, after that, she got a little bit more realistic in um, Anniversary and Underworld. And, you know, they still kept her sexiness. And then they took it all away and just decided to make her a generic woman. And, you know, not her, you know, whimsical, sassy sexy self and maybe just like I have to be a survivor that's why I'm killing people you know it just can't be that she likes Raiding tunes because she likes it they always just you know just have to change them I'm getting onto topics about gaming that why I hate it, just hate gaming now so I'm just going to stop it there because that's a discussion for another day which hopefully a couple people will join me on but yeah so for my number two I'm going to go with Lady because she's a lady and ladies got to be modest. I'm only saying that because I saw Tomb Raider two days ago. So, yeah. And also, yeah, yeah, all people are like, oh, what about Angelina Jolie? It's just like, yeah, well, if you're into Angelina Jolie, you're into Angelina Jolie. Don't pretend you're into Angelina Jolie. Oh, I'm saying her name wrong, but you know who I'm talking about. Just because she was Lara Croft, but whatever. So, yeah, so number two is Lady Lara Croft from Tomb Raider series. Hopefully you guys are still with me, and I hope that I haven't gone on too many tangents this episode. I know that I probably have. Um, I was honestly trying to fill time, and i kind of run over. So, luckily we've only got one more left, and then we get to move on to our next part of the show. All right. So, as we're at number one, let's just do a countdown from ten to one. So, ten. Fred Jones, Scooby-Doo. Number nine. The Tracy Brothers, Fundy Birds, are go. Number eight, Prince of Persia from Prince of Persia: Sands of Time trilogy. Number seven, Rogue from X Men: The Animated Series. Six, Dante from DMC: Devil May Cry. Number five, Nathan Drake, Uncharted series. Number four, Tintin. The Adventures of Tintin. The Secrets of the Unicorn. Uh, number three. Kevin Keller. Archie Comics. And number two. Lady Laura Croft. Tomb Raider series. Are you ready? Number one. Ichi Hana. Ken Carson. Barbie. So yeah. This one was kind of obvious. If you've actually listened to my other episodes or read on by com because I'm always mentioning Ken. Ken. Why am I mentioning Ken? Because to me, Ken is almost almost the perfect kind of guy. Because you know, he's you know, he he's he's slim, he's blonde, he's got a nice body, he's absolutely fictional and you know, he comes in all different kind of races and you know, he loves putting on clothes and has so many different outfits. But um yeah, but that's the whole Ken Brando. It's not really Ken Carlson. Yeah, but you know, Ken Carlson is mainly the the main blonde one and you know, as everyone knows, Barbie's boyfriend, but apparently in the new series as I did a little bit of research, that they, they don't go out with each other, apparently. They're just best friends now. So, Ken has now officially been friend-zoned because everyone wants wants Ken to be gay. And if Ken's gay, that's cool. If he's not gay, that's cool. But whatever. I still want him. Whatever. And yes, I know. I've mentioned that I do have own a Ken doll. But I do not do freaky shit with that doll. I'm going to make that very, very clear. I do not, I repeat, do not do freaky shit with that doll. The main reason why I have a Ken doll as an adult, and I think I, I'm i say this because i want people to know this is that when i was a child i was never allowed one because it was seemed weird and i have one as an adult now because i can so if your kids want to play with dolls don't call them weird just let them do it because it really fucks them up as an adult because they have to have one when they're an adult all right okay I'm not going to shame anybody who said that to me, but you know, I wanted a Ken doll when I was younger, and I never got one, because it probably would have seemed girly. And if I got one, he probably wouldn't be number one, I probably would have moved on, I probably would have found someone a lot more attractive who was more realistic. But god, that's probably why I'm in love with blonde people, because of Ken. Damn, I really fucked up my own childhood and my own adulthood. Sorry, we're getting a little bit off topic. We're going crazy. But yeah, I'm just going with Ken for my number one, because I like Ken. He's handsome, he's attractive. He seems like a very steady boyfriend since he was been with Barbie for years, but, you know, Barbie dumped his ass how many years ago, I can't remember. And now, like I said, he's friends and so whatever. But yeah, I, I I like Ken, and I I know why, because... He's kind of the ideal person that I always wanted to have. The kind of person that I can always dress up, who looks good and everything, and doesn't talk. Well, unless you watch the animated series, which I tend not to do. But yeah, his latest render still looks fake, but it still looks alright. But his latest line of dolls, they all look a lot better. And, you know, if anybody out there in podcast land wants to send me a Kendall, do it. I'd love that. I mean, you know, just to have more. And once again, to have more, just to have not to do freaky shit with. I'm not that kind of person. I can think an animal object is sexy, but I do not do freaky shit with them. Okay? Alright, so long as we just get that I get that under, out there that I don't do freaky shit with it, alright? None of my toys in this room I don't freaky shit with, alright? I just like to have them around me. Okay, I made that sound creepy, but you know what I mean. If you're a toy collector or if you collect anything, you know what I mean. I just like to have it and, you know, like I said, it's just fulfilling the boyhood dream that I had... 25, 6, or 7, whatever. I don't know. 23. Say 23. 23 years ago when I wanted the Kendall and I never got it. So, yeah. So for me, my number one sexy bitch, fictional sexy bitch, goes to Ken Carlson from Barbie slash Ken series. Yay. So, thanks for listening to my very random top 10. I hope I've given you guys a lot of laughs today because I've had a lot of fun talking about it. And if I seem very vague about my choices, it's just, it's not that I'm trying to be vague. It's just that, you know, who can ever explain why they find someone attractive? It's probably, you know, usually one or two features tall, good looking, or tall, short have a specific hair colour, have a specific body type. So for me, when I was looking at all these characters, I was just like, what am I going to say? And I was just like, you don't have to say much. Just pick them and just talk about them briefly and about why you like them. Because even in real life, if you sat there and tried to think about all the reasons why you like someone, sometimes you could have a list as long as your hand and sometimes you could just like somebody because of one simple fact. They make you laugh, they make you happy, they make you smile, and I think with all these guys and girls on my list, which probably was a surprise for a lot of people, is that a lot of them, I find them attractive for all different qualities, and because of one quality or another, that's the reason why they got on this list, and I sometimes wish I could quantify it, but I'm me, I like what I like, and obviously I'm very weird because I like fictional toys, cartoons and whatever so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this and um, I'll be back right after this <laughs> did anyone get what that was? because that was definitely on topic today all right, so let's carry on with the second part of the show. Okay, so as we know, after i main section, I talk about my rinse throwback of the week. And I mention one or two things going on on the phase website. So um, this week, I'm giving a shout out to the Styles ByFave section again. And at this time, uh, as I said in the intro, I'm going to talk about something girly. And um, one of the things I'm going to talk about and write about this week is uh, a manicure and a pedicure, which I know a lot of guys aren't doing, and I want to ensure them that it's not girly, and it's not unmasculine. We live in modern times, and hygiene is definitely, you know, one of the things that we need to worry about, and especially our nails and even more importantly, our toenails. We really need to take care of those because, because they, they can be nasty. They can be so nasty. So um, yeah. I'm this week in the by Face section. I'm going to be writing a piece about how, before my trip to, Seoul, how I went and got those done, professionally, and how that made me feel, and how. I've definitely found something that I really wish I would have done sooner, but, like, most guys, and even most gay guys, because some gay guys don't want to admit this, is that they don't want to seem that gay, and that's the reason why I kind of didn't do it. So, um, sometime this week, hopefully Thursday, maybe, um, if not later, I'll be putting a post about that and why we should definitely be doing it more, and why I'm definitely going to be doing it more, because I feel that... It was definitely something that I've been wanting to do for a very, very long time... ...but just never felt that I could. So, yeah. Look forward to that going up on the Bifabes website. I'm going to do things a little differently this time. This time, I'm going to switch things up. I'm going to go for my throwback first... ...and we're going to end today on my rinse. So, yay. There's a reason behind that. Because this week's throwback it's two yes today you're getting two for the price of one and there's good reason behind that because um when i was thinking about what i'm gonna do i was just like well i like this song i don't like this song but i was like no for my throwback of the week i don't necessarily have to pick a song that i've been listening to repeatedly backwards and forwards sometimes that may happen but sometimes i might just want to pick a throwback because it's it means something to me at the time of when the episode is going out or when i recording it and that's kind of what's going on with this week's episode so um when this episode airs um yeah they uh, the significance of them will kind of be you kind of be highlighted so that's the main reason why i'm doing this this week so let's get on with throwback number one so i'm gonna do throwback number one first that doesn't make any sense to you because you know you don't know what number two is so throwback number one is going to be a another soundtrack album but i'm picking this soundtrack album because it's it's very very important to me and um some people might think I might be ashamed of it, but I'm not going to be because we don't do shame here. We need to be proud, wherever we are, and um, it's very important to me that I give this this album a shout out because it's very important to me and a lot of people. And um, I don't know if a lot of people know this because by the time this airs, the actual thing I'm gonna talk about will have passed. So, um, so as of airing this. Uh, and on the twenty, yeah, on the twenty first of November, it would be ten years since the first Twilight movie came out, and that is very important to me because yes, we know the book sucks, yes, we know the movies are bad, but for me, I want to highlight this soundtrack because it was very important to me ten years ago, and um, it very much. um was a big part of me and those very close friends of mine life and because you know this is my show and i want to show things love i just want to point out to her her that hopefully she is listening that you know i still listen to this and um occasionally when i think listen to it i think of you and to think that 10 years have passed and we're still friends and we still talk and we're still good and that's the reason why I chose it as my throwback this week so for my throwback number one I'm going for the Twilight official soundtrack like everyone else on the planet and now I kind of wish I had my life back I'm kidding but um no it was fine it was a sign of the times and um yeah so it's kind of nice to remember that 10 years have passed from Twilight Mania to I don't even know what the kids go mad for these days god that just make me sound all saying that but hey so yeah so that's what my nice little throwback of the week part one was about for my throwback part two? I'm going to go with uh, another album that came out also ten years ago by the time this airs, and the reason why I'm mentioning it is because the the these two kind of go hand in hand. So when Twilight came out, I saw I read the first book before I saw the movie and then after I saw the movie I kind of read the other three books and when I was reading probably new moon makes a lot of sense i remember listening to this album so occasionally when i listen to this album i think back to a time when i was sitting in my chair reading this book and that's why i kind of decided to do this week a double throwback because it's it was very very it was a very very interesting time at the time it kind of was um, the beginning of my descent into madness, shall we say? So that's why I'm kind of remembering that time because I think that was the last time I remember being happy before the dark times came. But I'm getting a little depressing and going ahead of myself, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there. So, um, so yeah, so for my throwback part two, I am going with. Britney Spears Circus. Yeah, yeah. Who are you? What we do last night? Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah I what I did last night. Maybe you shouldn't give a name, but I just couldn't find. Hope I didn't, but I think that am Everything, Everything, everything. Okay, now I know that wasn't the actual circus song, but that's like my favorite song from the album so that's why I kind of chose it but yeah like I said I go with this album because they that and Twilight kind of go hand in hand because at the time 10 years ago it was kind of what I was doing with my life and um yeah so that's why I kind of wanted to just highlight those two albums because it's been 10 years since they came out and they still hold a very dear and near place to my heart so yeah so I hope that if you guys remember 10 years ago, what were you doing? Because that's why I kind of chose it, because, you know, a 10-year anniversary of whatever, it's always nice to kind of spend doing whatever you loved at the time. So I'm going to do things a little differently because I think that maybe some people skip ahead and just kind of cut off after I named the two songs. So I am going to do a little things a little different today. So um, if you want to contact me... Uh, You can do, my email is byfabes at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and that's all byfabes everywhere. So byfabes is all one word. Um, And um, yeah, get in contact with me. Um, Also, as I already stated earlier in the episode, is that because we're four episodes in and you kind of get an idea about what my show's about, please uh, rate and... Review me and subscribe to me, and hopefully, I know that there are people listening because I haven't asked you guys before. So, please make sure that you subscribe, rate, and view me. And you know, leave me comments. And you know, like I said, tell me if I suck or tell me if I'm crap. I'm gonna keep going. Uh, if I still don't get any emails or whatever, I'm still gonna go because you know, so long as I reach one person, but I might get a lot more interest after a couple more episodes, so you never know. So that's the way that you can get in contact with me and what I would like you guys to do. So let's go on to our Rinse of the Week. My Rinse of the Week, technically speaking, this was my rinse like two weeks ago, but no, it's still very much the song that I am listening to at the moment. So basically, uh, My Rinse is also another K-pop song, and as I said um, before, it kind of came out a week too late. So, as I said last time, when I was in Seoul, I listened, I heard one or two new songs that were coming out, and I was just like, okay, they kind of come out the week, I can use that. And then one week later, I happened to go on YouTube, and it's just like, new music video coming from blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I was just there a week ago. Why couldn't you have come out? A week before so I could have bought your brand new album the day that I left so then that way I'd be like yes I've got their album exclusively brand new fresh from soul, one of the first people to le- hear it in the UK and nope because life is just that unkind so for my rinse of the week I am going for Tempo by XO. Oh. Um so yeah, so if you remember last episode I chose their second album, um as my throwback of the week and this week they're my rinse of the week because I really do like this album. Um I'm gonna stick with the title song because I still haven't had a chance to kind of like listen to the other songs and check out the translations whereas Tempo I've listened to it very thoroughly and kind of know what it means and kind of really love it and you know I play it at work and know so many of the words and it's just it's just I just really love it and sometimes I literally just have to put it on because I can hear the melody and the music and the words just in my head so yeah so that's why this week I'm going to close out my show with that because it has been so stuck in my head that I have literally had it or played it once or twice every single day for the last is it three weeks now? No, wait. No, it's two. It's only two. Yeah, because I went, yeah. So it's only, yeah, it's been two. Sorry about that. But yeah, so for the last two weeks, I've kind of had it on repeat and kind of just playing it all over the time. So, yes, I know. It's another K-pop song. And if you're kind of getting sick of me playing K-pop, well, I'm sorry. That's just kind of what I'm into these days. You never know. Next week's one, it might be chronic house, but hang. Hey. It's my show and, you know, if I'm into, if all my songs happen to be K-pop, they happen to be K-pop. There's nothing much I can do about it. That is it. Uh, thank you for listening to this very long episode and listening to my randomness about sexy fictional characters. Um, so, as always, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to send me a small list of your favourite sexy characters, I would love to read out a few in my opening section in a couple episodes or in a future series because that'd be kind of interesting or maybe do that for my next top 10 video top 10 show that is it thank you once again for listening so i just want to say thank you all for listening once again and see you next week because next week we're going to go a little deeper and get a little bit more serious than this episode so and it's a, I think it's a very, very important one. So next week's one might be a bit longer than usual. And it may be unedited, but I'm not going to say that for definite because it might be hard for me to hear about what I've said. But it's something that I definitely think that I need to do and for a lot of people to listen to. Enough rambling. So I just want to say thank you once again, three times lucky. And remember to review and subscribe. And with XO tempo to play a sound, I'll say X and O Fapes. Janet everybody. I can't believe oh. 마찬포, 밥이 긁고, I said, Don't mess 니. Uh, yeah, uh. Don't mess on my tempo. <목소리로>